Hello and welcome to Mask Off, a podcast about perspective, life, and deep thought. In this episode, I talk with a young man in the Navy who I consider to be very intelligent and has such an amazing outlook, not just in life, but how he should be in life. So please enjoy. Did you grow up poor, middle class? So at first we grew up poor, but then my parents quickly worked to to middle class, which in California is actually very impressive. And Mm -hmm. I'm like very thankful for that Mm -hmm. because uh, they both had like very shitty lives and wanted their kids to have a better life. A better life, yeah. So what, they grew up in poverty completely, you would say? For the most part, my dad kind of grew up on a farm. Oh, okay. Um, Neither of my parents really talk about their past that much, Mm -hmm. but... Why not? Why don't they talk about their past? Dude, I come from a long line of tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> tragedy? What, yeah. what, what do you mean tragedy? So, I mean, just my life story alone yeah. is a lot. But um, What about your parents? My parents don't really talk about it, but I'm actually named after my dad's dead brother. Oh. And uh, my mom's dad I, I've never met. Apparently mm-hmm. he was like a super shitty con artist that like really fucked her up. Oh, but, God. Yeah, yeah. Like, my parents don't really like to talk about their past. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever asked them about it or... A little bit, but I prefer not to get into my parents' past. Yeah. Like, this is about me. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I know. But I've learned that your parents' past really does affect who you are as a person. Oh, no, definitely. Because that's what yeah. makes their their parental selves themselves, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, my parents have made a lot of mistakes, but mm-hmm. they've also done a lot of good. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest realizations I made growing up was like, my parents are people too. Yeah. And like, they make mistakes. And at a very young age, I had to start being a therapist for my dad. And mm-hmm. my sister had to start being a therapist for my mom. So. Like a therapist describe that what you're listening to them and helping them yeah so so it's a long story but um, my uncle killed himself Mm -hmm. and right before he did Mm -hmm. he said uh, to my mom like hey your kids like turned out very well I like the way that you raised them Mm -hmm. Um, if anything ever happens to me I want you to take care of my daughter Wow. and his daughter had brain cancer um, when she was a baby so she, she got it cut out and was fine, but mm-hmm. she was a couple years behind. Mm-hmm. But because of that, she was always babied. And uh, when we took her in, she was very manipulative. And my dad was an alcoholic, so she would like piss him off. And mm-hmm. my mom worked a lot. Yeah. So she would piss him off until my dad was like super drunk. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my mom would come home and my dad was kind of being mean to her. Mm-hmm. And she would start fake crying and be like, I don't know why he's so mean to me, even though she would argue with him and just be awful to him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so why and was she mean to him? Was she just like a annoying person? No. So generally or she knew that my mom was more likely to baby her than mm-hmm. my dad. So she wanted to get on my mom's good side. Yeah. And she kind of wanted her all to herself. Mm-hmm. In fact, she actually pushed my sister away from my mom. Growing up, my sister was like the nicest kid like she told on me for saying stupid yeah 
and uh, one of the <laughs> older first, or younger, younger, okay. two years younger, two years younger. Um, one of the the first things that I remember, mm-hmm. well, not the first things that I remember, but one of the first times that I remember my sister like being an adult in a sense mm-hmm. was when she walked out and was like, "I fucking hate that bitch." Yeah, she was like, "I cannot fucking stand her." Like she she pushed me away from like my mom and yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, did your parents ever get divorced, or you lived uh, in a two-person household your whole life? Fairly recently, they did. Actually. Oh, okay. It was about like a year and a half. Oh, okay. So what? Your you and your little sister are out of the house, so they get divorced. Uh, my sister wasn't. Oh, okay. Like she's it was old enough. Like as soon as I left mm-hmm. when I was eighteen, mm-hmm. like, they got divorced. Oh, I bet they were trying to stay together for you. Do you look at it that way, or they definitely were, mm-hmm. and. Um, I remember telling my mom, like... Get a divorce. Well, no, no, not necessarily. But I was like, I was like, you guys are adults. And, Mm. like, my sister and I understand. Like, just do whatever is best for you. Mm -hmm. Like, it it doesn't really matter. In fact, you guys would be better for us if you were happier. Yeah, yeah. So So you grew up with an alcoholic father and a mother yeah. who worked all the time so you didn't who later also became an alcoholic who later also became an alcoholic yeah and now i'm an alcoholic no <laughs> no so a lot of times i've learned that kids who grow up around alcoholic parents mm-hmm. don't become alcoholics themselves they either do or they don't they either don't mm-hmm. drink alcohol at all or they also becoming become an alcoholic so why do you so you've seen your dad and your mom make these mistakes as mm-hmm. alcoholics why do you consider yourself an alcoholic and are um, you trying to go down that same path so not necessary mm-hmm. i very much so pride myself on my ability to handle myself and my like self-sustaining mm-hmm. so whenever like i i've never drank too much to the point where it's been a problem mm-hmm. and if i was to to come across that situation i'd probably stop I mostly social drink. Mm-hmm. What's your alcohol of choice? Wine? Tequila. Tequila! Yeah. Me too! I fucking love tequila. I love... You got wild on tequila. I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's because someone told me because it's agave instead mm. of yeast. So mm. it's like a psychedelic kind of I drug. I always seen like tequila as like the alcohol of desire. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a big advocate of, of like chasing what you desire and yeah. what you want to. Yeah. And like enjoying what you do. Oh, so. really? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know because uh, I've I've really gone through a lot of like trying to figure out who I am, mm-hmm. and I've done I've done a lot mm-hmm. in which I was like I'm not sure if this is actually me. Mm-hmm. And then once I decided to stop trying to please other people and just be who I actually am, mm-hmm. I realized that like if you do what you want and and like want to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. or uh, fuck that up, whatever. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Then, then like you can be a happier person, yeah, and you can be more comfortable with who you are. Would you say that you were once a people pleaser? Yeah, yeah, because in uh, in high school especially. Well, actually, I was never very popular, mm-hmm. and uh, in fact, in middle school I was insanely depressed. <laughs> oh, but. Uh, once it like got to high school, mm-hmm. I started partying all the time, mm-hmm. and like I started making a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I was I was very much so like 
I want to get people to like me mm-hmm. and like I want to be the kind of person that I would be like that dude's dope yeah yeah <laughs> So you started to, what, be fake in a sense and shape yourself and conform to the ways of these high schoolers? Not necessarily. In order to be popular? Yeah. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did notice that, like, a lot of things that I did mm-hmm. was not necessarily things I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It was It was more along the lines of, like... I would think it was funny if somebody did this. Yeah. Like, I would think that was cool if somebody did this. Yes, yes. So, I'm going to do this so that people think that about me. Exactly. Okay, that is literally me. Or was <laughs> literally me. I would, every time I started something new or did something and of any sort of action, I always thought about the after. Not the present. Mm-hmm. The after. What are people going to think of me? How is this going to shape the way that people perceive me you know and what made you realize that that's not what you want what made because people never realize that so that's actually a very long story yeah um a lot of depression (laughs) well yeah you're depressed so what got you out of it uh to be honest shrooms stopped me from killing myself wow yeah shrooms stopped you i yeah that makes me so, so happy. I'm a, I'm a very big advocate for psychedelics because yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, like using psychedelics to help people look into themselves and as a treatment for depression. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was... So I had a lot going on. All within a month. Uh, my abusive ex of two years mm-hmm. broke up with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, some dude really fucked over my sister and really fucked her over. Mm-hmm. Like... Probably permanently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, then my grandma died, my grandpa died, my friend died. Uh, I saw, like, my parents slowly, like, inching towards divorce. Yeah. Uh, I was very unhappy with who I was. My ex pushed away all of my friends. I was going through a really bad drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And then this was all within a month. Mm-hmm. And then I got jumped and uh, the entire left side of my face collapsed mm-hmm. and my eye fell into my broken eye socket. Yeah. And I had to have like facial reconstruction mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a plate put under my eye to hold my eye up so mm-hmm. I could move my eye and see again. Mm-hmm. And uh, So you're depressed as fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I decided I was gonna kill myself. Okay. And I had You this... made that decision in your head. You said, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to kill myself. Yeah, because I've, I've tried at this point, I've tried multiple times before, mm-hmm. and uh, like right then and there, I was like, you know what, like it it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I I am not a person that I want to be around. Mm-hmm. I make mistakes all the time. Like I'm just a fuck up, and like everyone would be better without me, mm-hmm. which is like a very common way of thinking when you're going it's, through a lot. Yeah. But that's but, a valid thing. You had no self-importance, no yeah, self-love. Yeah. You thought you were a piece of shit. Which I was. I really was at the time. Okay. Uh, because I, I was I was selling a lot of drugs. I was, yeah. I was just like a major coke dealer that was like, did not give a fuck about anyone's feelings. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was bad. It was a mess. Rock yeah. bottom, would <laughs> yeah, you say? Yeah, exactly. Would you say that was rock bottom? Yeah. So, yeah. so shrooms? So I made a bucket list of drugs I was going to do before I killed myself. Yeah. And, uh, Brilliant. That's yeah. what I, w- I would do yeah. that. Yeah, I would exactly. make a bucket list of drugs. Yeah. And, uh, shrooms was the first. Okay. And 
Like that was the most positive experience of my life. Wow. And it made me realize, like I looked deeper into myself and I realized a lot of the things that I hate about myself Mm -hmm. are things that I can change. Wow. And I realized that if instead of just dwelling and like just inching myself towards like more bottom, just Mm -hmm. digging deeper at rock bottom, I'm never going to help myself. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a self-destructive path. Yeah, yeah. So if I were to just put that like effort into bettering myself, it'd probably be a long process. Yeah. And I would say I'm I'm probably still in the process. Yeah. You can always get better as a person. Of course, of uh, course. But I, I started putting the effort towards like bettering myself and trying to be who I want to be. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so can I ask? Yeah. So you're saying effort. So a lot of people feel the way that you felt right before you did shrooms, you know? Mm-hmm. So you have all of this. Would you say you took all of that negative energy and placed it somewhere else? Uh, like, where did you yeah, get your yeah, motivation? Because you don't just do drugs and you're better. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. yes, you learn something, but how do you get the motivation to dig yourself out of that hole? To be honest, no fucking clue. No fucking if, clue. If I could tell you that, yeah. then I could help everyone in the world. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all I know is that I decided that everything I was doing mm-hmm. was just making me feel worse mm-hmm. and was fucking other people over and mm-hmm. was making me feel shittier for being like such a bad person. Yeah. So instead of like this self-deprecation that I was like doing to myself, mm-hmm. uh I was like, if I just worked on getting better slowly over time, I know I, I will. Yeah. So what is something that you've gotten better with? Everything. Everything. Well, what's, <laughs> yeah. what do you think is the biggest noticeable thing where you wake up in the morning and you're so happy that you changed or grew from this? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you still wake up in the morning sad? Yeah. 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 I am actually a naturally very sad person. Okay. Uh. It's because I always strive to be better. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, when I wake up, it's like, if I didn't do anything to be better the day before, it's like, I feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. And even if I did anything to do better, it's like, fuck, what do I have to do today? No. I'm I'm not like... You're so self-critical. Yeah. That's not good. It's... I I think... Okay, personally, to go off of that, I am also self-critical. So I consider that to be a positive trait and a negative trait. Positive trait because you're always looking to be better. You're always looking to the next time you do something, Mm -hmm. the next time you have that interaction, the next time you're at work, you're going to do better. But the negative part of it is you're never just actually going to be happy with what you did. And that's where I think happiness can stem from, actually being happy with who you are. Because if you're happy with who you are, yes, continue to self-criticize yourself, but not so deeply. I can I can I, feel it in your voice. I like, agree, but it's definitely who I am. Yeah. And it has led to so much success for me. Yeah. That it's a trait that I wouldn't change. Yes. And in yeah. fact, I it's probably my proudest trait. Yeah. Like my ability to like criticize myself yeah. and look at all the things that I know I need to change mm-hmm. and like accept everything that I see wrong with myself. Yeah. Because like the first step of change is acceptance. Facts. So like once you once you accept everything that's wrong with you, yeah. you can start working to fix it. So what is are you ambitious? 
would you say? Yeah. 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 So why are you doubtful about that? Because sometimes self-criticism means you're just ambitious. Well, the thing is, yeah, I'm ambitious, but I don't think I'll achieve anything. Like, oh no! Like I've, yeah, yeah. I've achieved a lot, and it's because I doubt myself so much. Oh my god! <laughs> it, so it's because I think I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. But I have to give my all mm-hmm. because that's the only way that I'll be able to do it. That's a really good way to look at it because so. it's terrible that you're saying I can't do it, but I mean every human being says it. And when someone says I can't do it, they're ne- they're never able to achieve a certain goal they want to achieve or yeah. better themselves in a certain way. But the fact that you push through that and say, why the fuck not? Just give it my full effort. I already know I'm going to fail yeah. is amazing. And then I'm by jealous. Setting, by setting such low expectations, yeah. it's a lot more rewarding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> setting such low expectations. So what is your goal right now? Like, do you have a goal? So my goal at the moment is mm-hmm. since I'm so young, mm-hmm. still just... And how young are you? Myself. 21. You're 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just progress myself every day. Mm-hmm. Um, long-term goal. Ideally, I would like to progress the world through science. Wow. Because uh, I've really realized how smart I am mm-hmm. in a sense, which sounds cocky. No, 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 no. <laughs> that sounds confident. Self-confidence <laughs> is important. Loving yeah. yourself and accepting who you are. You're but, smart. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I was actually always... The smart kid yeah. was lazy as fuck. Like, I would sleep through class, and then I'd wake up, and yeah. I'd get an A on the test. Oh, you are one of those people. Yeah. 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 And then uh, I would I would actually get high, Annoying. and I would do research on quantum mechanics, and just be like, wow, this world's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> on quantum mechanics, yeah, dude. Yeah, that shit's I, interesting. No, I can't even imagine reading a quantum mechanics book. I mean, I'm interested in that stuff, but especially being baked, I don't even know if I could do that. I find it super interesting. Yeah. <laughs> So, do you believe in anything? Do you believe in God? Do you believe know. in a higher power? Do know. you believe in nothing? So, I was I was raised Christian, mm-hmm. and being forced to go to church mm-hmm. really fucked that up for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, seeing how fake everyone was really really pissed me off, mm-hmm. and I did not think that you should mm-hmm. like. Use a higher being to make yourself a better person. You should just be a good person because that's the fucking right thing to do. Yeah. So uh, I kind of grew resentful mm-hmm. of religion mm-hmm. because of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what I believe, but I do believe that there's like a higher power mm-hmm. because I've like, I've definitely seen evil. Yeah. Uh, I've seen very few good, but because i've seen such like strong evil yeah i agree that there or i I believe that there has to be like a good out there somewhere yeah yeah so you've had good happen to you though right you can accept that yeah yeah. accept that look at you you're 21 and you have your own house in san diego that's insane yes you could do do better better. (laughs) you could do better but i bet people listening right now are 21 years old themselves in tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt in college and still live at their parents house but you're 21 and live in a house in san diego yeah yeah but you're also also in the navy very in debt (laughs) i work for the military i can't wait to get out i wish i just went to college yeah but if i went to college i would have just partied until i dropped out and i realized that so that's why you accept the navy yeah and uh 
I was actually, so funny story, mm -hmm. I was going to join the Marines and then I went on a trip to Hawaii because my school did like senior grad week, which was like, once you graduated, you paid this like company and you go to Hawaii. some money mm -hmm. and uh, they took all the, the kids that graduated in California mm -hmm. to Hawaii mm -hmm. and uh, I decided I wanted to bring some drugs with me. Mm -hmm. So I brought like four, four tabs of acid and like five pills of molly and like six grams of coke over the flight with me mm -hmm. and i didn't think it was a big deal but i i went to this club that like the school rented out and i candy flipped mm -hmm. <laughs> can you explain what candy flipped is uh, i took acid and then on the peak i took molly so that i was peeking off of both of them at the same time and holy shit <laughs> and, uh, holy shit yeah so I I went to go get some water mm -hmm. and I like I had my shirt off because I was just fucking I was out of it yeah I was having a good time mm -hmm. and uh, I like walked through the club got some water and then I turned around and the club like closed up and I was just standing there like confused as shit <laughs> and this girl walked up and was like like hey hey like your shirt's on fucking inside out fix it and I was like oh shit I like flipped it and I was like thank you so much and she was like how, how fucked up are you and I was like I'm pretty fucked up and uh she like she was like how much have you drank and I was like oh I haven't really drank anything I, like, I told her I told her about how I brought it over the plane with me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh she escorted me through the club she made like this little like pathway for me yeah. to take me back to my friends yeah which i went i went alone actually and i just made friends there oh, okay but okay. uh so she took me back to my friends and then she left and she wanted to tell people about me mm -hmm. but she didn't want to snitch on me mm -hmm. so i went to an after party on the beach that wasn't a school function and i started like drinking a little or whatever but i was still very fucked up mm -hmm. and like somebody came up to me and was like it's like hey bro like like, how fucked up are you? I've been drinking so much. And I was like, oh, I'm really fucked up, but I've barely been drinking. And I told him. And yeah. he was like, no way. He was like, where'd you get it from? And I was like, I brought it on the plane with me. Yeah. And he was like, you're the fucking dude. And I was like, thanks, man. And he was like, no, like, you're the fucking dude. Like, the dude from Spy Kids. I've fucking heard about you. He was like, please come meet my friends. And I was like, what? <laughs> and uh, he brought me back to his friends. And he was like, this is the fucking dude. And they yeah. were like, no way. Like, the dude? He was like, yes, the dude. And they were all like, how'd you get over the plane with you? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I became an urban legend in Hawaii. Oh my by the end of that week, I was having like locals come up to me and be like, so I heard you're the dude. <laughs> but That must have um, felt so good, though, you know, oh, to have yeah. that yeah. attraction and that yeah, popularity yeah. with some random islands yeah, exactly. in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I would tell people because after they, they saw that, I was like, they probably think that I'm like just destined to be like a, a little druggie that drops out of college or mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. so I was like I'm actually like joining the military like I'm gonna make a lot out of myself mm -hmm. and they were like oh what branch or whatever and I was like marines and they were like oh like makes sense makes sense and I was like no what do you I, mean? I got like one of the fucking highest scores I was like I'm cho choosing between marines or like nuclear engineer in the navy because that's that's what i thought it was at yeah. the time yeah i was very much so uh, yeah. deceived yeah because i'm just like an overworked electrician yeah that just works with the electricity generated from nuclear power that's really I, what you do yeah I that's don't fucking really what you do anything. yeah like i just 
Do you regret oh, it? Shit, this fan doesn't work. Let me figure well, out why. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Like, do you have any regrets? Yeah. What's your biggest yeah. regret? Uh, it actually has to deal with my dead ex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's just really what I said to her, mm-hmm. and um, not right before she passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the the last things that I said before she died was mm-hmm. uh, like, "No, Maya, I don't love you. And yeah, I never have." And then she and, passed away. Well, not right away. But uh, eventually, yeah. Yeah. Well, not to go into that, it's all right. But um, I'm wondering, yeah, so I'm wondering, you know, having gone through that experience, though, you know, those are the, your biggest regret are the last words you said to your dead ex. So do you approach people differently? Do you, um, are you careful with your words? Not necessarily, mm-hmm. but I am a lot more thankful for the people around me. Mm-hmm. Kind. And, uh, Would you consider yourself more kind? Depends on the person. Depends on the person. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely more thankful for the people around me. Mm-hmm. And I like to treasure moments with people mm-hmm. a lot more. Yeah. Just because, like, you never fucking know. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask you a question. Right. I This is my favorite question to ask every human being. All right. What is the meaning of life to you? All right. I know. So I I've know. thought about this question so much. Good. Because... <laughs> I've, I've looked for meaning like all over mm-hmm. and I really that makes think, you smart by the way <laughs> yes <laughs> I really think that the meaning of life to me mm-hmm. which I, I know it's not for everyone mm-hmm. is uh, to impact the world for the better wow I think if you can advance the human race mm-hmm. or like just make such a a long lasting like meaningful difference mm-hmm. in everyone's life around you mm-hmm then like you accomplished what you were meant to do. So your ultimate goal in life technically is to in a, not be a philanthropist, but actually give back to the world. Yeah. And leave an yeah. impact that helped people. I mean, I would I would very much so like to progress the world through science. Mm-hmm. But I have I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm you don't capable know. of it. No, yeah, <laughs> but you're only twenty one. Like I want you to remember, you're literally only 21. Yeah. You're so young. Yeah. You have only been on this earth for two decades. Yeah. I have practically. A lot of time to figure it out. Yeah. And it's not even that you have a lot of time, but your 20s, especially, I believe, is a time where you do the most growing and intuitive learning and experiencing. So this is your time to experience everything and figure out what you want to do. This is your time to make mistakes. This is your time. Good. And keep making them. Like, keep fucking, because you learn. You learn from your mistakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you learn from your mistakes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've made a fuck ton, which is why I've learned a lot in such a short period. Exactly. Exactly. The more mistakes you make, the more you learn about yourself and people around you, and you can be a better person. That's actually Mm -hmm. why I don't have that many regrets. Yeah. Because I see all the mistakes I've made Mm -hmm. and all the, like, awful things I've been through Mm -hmm. as something that progressed me as a person and led to who I am today. What is your biggest fear? Um, disappointing other people. Oh, (laughs) that's like a, that's a people pleasing thing in a sense. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I don't know why I'm so terrified of it. Yeah. I am. Yeah. You're just terrified of disappointing people. Yeah. So I'm going to assume right now that you were criticized by your parents good assumption yes yeah so 
I understand, you know, especially when you grow up around two people who are raising you and love you the most and you look up to because they are your first influences. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're going to take the criticism to heart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. My my dad actually used to always tell me, if you're not first, you're last. Oh, God. uh, Very American of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And actually, while I was going through the schooling for my job, Mm -hmm. uh, I would always get so stressed before every test mm-hmm. and I would like freak the fuck out, which I, I didn't really study. So I hadn't, I've always, I always <laughs> did very well and I didn't yeah. really study even though like most people around me were very much so struggling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, every time I'd be like, Oh fuck. Like I definitely failed that. Like I did awful. And then be like, shut the fuck up. Like you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, then we'd get the score back and it's like, you always do well. I got like a three, nine out of four. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. And I, my dad always made fun of me when I was telling him, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, you literally fucking raised me saying like, if I wasn't first, I would laugh. Yes. Yeah. And I actually, I actually graduated top of both of the schools. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. You <laughs> see? So next time you're talking to people and you say i know i'm smart you know it's not cocky of you sure no, definitely. it really isn't it, it really it's good to know because you are but the thing about really smart people is you need to learn to be humble so i think you're very humble don't worry don't stress <laughs> about it because i no. know i'm smart mm. but i'm humble about it also you know yeah. i don't go around telling people i'm the fucking shit you don't want to be a jackass because you won't get far in life yeah. right yeah well, my secret to humbleness mm-hmm. is I don't think I'm the shit. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. I think I'm a fucking awful person. Yeah. So, Still to this day. Yeah. yeah so I, And that helps me grow as a person, which yeah. I'm thankful for. Yeah. But I can, put myself down at like every opportunity I get. Well, if I can give you advice. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially when you grow up around parents who are criticizing you throughout your entire childhood and you're never good enough in the eyes of your parents, who you, in a weird sense, love the most, Mm -hmm. you learn to not be able to love yourself. But you should be waking up in the morning and looking in the mirror saying, I'm the fucking shit. Because you are the fucking shit. The thing is... You are. Every human being on the planet is the fucking shit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but the thing is... No, so I'm very confident sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I have this, like, stupid fear Mm -hmm. that... If I become too complacent with mm-hmm. where I'm at, or like happy with who I am, then I'll stop growing as a person. Okay. And that's my biggest fear. Actually, you're right. That's, that's a, my biggest fear. Okay. Uh, okay. That would make sense. That's to, a big fear. Yeah. To like stop stuck? growing as a person and like get stuck, yeah. at, especially at such, such a young age. That concludes the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed.